and welcome to the first ever episode 20 of No Man's Sky Explorers podcast. I'm Ryan. I'm Joelle. Oh, hi. The one and only. I'm Science Dad. <gasps> Science back. Dad, he's back. And not only one surprise guest, another surprise guest. Introduce yourself, sir. It's uh, just Jared. Just me. <gasps> Nothing special, yeah. really. Yay. <laughs> it's just, just Jared. Me. From the most popular YouTube channel in existence, um, Just Jared, No Man's Sky, um, which I hear is possibly changing a little it's bit. Should I even changing. say Just Jared, No Man's Sky? That's what it is currently, uh, okay. but it will not be that in a few days. So Okay, I'll have to update our, because I'm going to link you in the thing, so I'm going to have to update that. Yeah, that's um, fine. He's just changing the name of his channel. I'm changing everything, it's fine. Don't even... <laughs> <laughs> I'll still talk and about No Man's Sky, just not... We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit yeah, later if you want yeah, to. definitely. Um, just so people don't get the wrong idea here. And we have our two guests here today to make up possibly for our lack of Dylan. Again! No possibly? Make up possibly. I mean, who could ever replace Dylan? He's literally, like, <laughs> God, basically. That's the only reason I um, listen to your show, to be honest. <laughs> so I don't know why Ouch. I'm here now. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, man. Ryan's going to cry. <laughs> So we're going to try our best to uh, kind of segregate the audio. So, you know, there's generally one person talking at a time. We'll try our best. Can't guarantee it. It um, won't work, right? It, it won't work. Won't. Um, and we're going to be keeping it pretty simple. We're going to be asking each guest kind of what they think of the game and how they their experiences have been. Um, and then just a couple things from our community from the discussion page as well. Can I have that? Or do you want to do that? I can do it. Okay, Joelle's going to do some quick things here. All right, well... Before we get started here, we want to shout out some thanks to our supporters, um, to everyone on Patreon who supports us and donates. You're amazing. Slightly crazy, but amazing. Still, yes. Slightly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to insult them too much, then they'll take our money away. <laughs> <laughs> don't take our money away. <laughs> uh, big shout out to the Gurns for just being awesome. You're awesome. And and just a quick thing, he, he streams like a stupid amount. So if you guys are into, I mean, he does a lot of streaming. He does no man's guy streaming, but he does a lot of different things. <laughs> you guys should check him out. His link is in the description. Yeah. I watched the streams. They're actually pretty good. Pretty oh. good. Oh. And someone's calling me on my phone Uh-oh. right when we're trying to read off of the thing. Unprofessional. It, well, it's actually mm-hmm. unprofessional that I'm not answering it. Cause I'm supposed to be working right now. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, it's after 10. Oh. It's okay. If they call me like eight more times, I'll, uh, well, it, um, or, just eight more, eight more times. <laughs> if they call me like eight more times, just wait for it to go away. Right. Just, just let it go. So we're waiting here for the call to end, so I can get back to the document. I can't reject it, or else they'll know. Oops. <laughs> wow. This is going to be cut from the podcast. Probably not. <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> All right. No. Okay. Uh, so to continue here, thank you to everybody on our discussion page YouTube channel who asked us questions. Um, yeah. Is I that can... it? Uh, no, and uh, we have 750 subscribers. We already talked about that last week. Well, why is it on the freaking list? I forgot to take it off. Jamal, you ruined everything. <sighs> oh, man, I'm going to kick you. Wow. Oh, I should have taken that off. I'm sorry. Um, so um, a quick discussion a little bit. Um, I recommend if you guys had to stop playing No Man's Sky for either technical issues of any sort on the PC version or even technical issues on the PS4 version like your Galactic waypoints not working properly i recommend you check out the game again because as of 1.07 i have it has literally fixed every issue i've ever had with the game when it comes to technical standpoint so i recommend if you are stopping playing for those reasons you should check it out also on the steam version i would probably update to the newest experimental patch um, because it seems like frame rates are a lot steadier now using that version so i recommend it or just wait for the official patch to come out a little bit here 
Um, all right. So we're going to start off talking to just Jared um, that's, that's about me. some of his imp- impressions <laughs> of the game and things that he liked and didn't like and stuff like that, and his overall um, impressions. So um, without further ado, Jared, um, what were your just straight-up overall impressions of the game? Just overall. Overall impressions. Um, I like it a lot. <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> so yeah, overall impressions. You enjoy it. I, I, I like the game so so much. Um, you know, and the only thing that like kind of disappointed me was the crafting, and that's because we were, you know, talked. It said that we were supposed to have like really deep crafting, like Minecraft, like crafting, that we didn't really get. But other than that. Everything, like, if I had to rate it out of 10, I would rate it a 9. And if I had to rate it out of 5, I would rate it a 5 out of 5. Um, so it's it's definitely great. Overall, it's just a super awesome exploration game that you can just get lost in completely. And that's what I do every time. Like, I was just playing a little bit ago, and I have, like, a goal every time. He was actually late because he was playing No Man's Sky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> um... <laughs> And uh, I was so in, yeah. So that's it. I was just so lost into the in the game there. I was late to this uh, just a bit, <laughs> but I always have a goal. Like I need iridium, or I need this, or I need to get the milestone uh, survival milestone that I can now get um, that's fixed or something like that. And I always get distracted, and I just walk around, and I get like forty five <laughs> minutes away from my ship on a planet, and I'm like, what was I doing? <laughs> And then that that's basically that's worth it when when you know that a game like you get lost in a game that easily, so that's my overall experience with it has been quite delightful, I I have to say. So there you go. Is that a awesome. good answer? Yeah, yeah, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Right? Great. Um, awesome. So, Jared, um, let's talk. Yeah. Not that that wasn't an overall like positive thing there, but let's talk about. Because we're going to be talking about negatives and positives and things like that. Um, what are, like, your high points for the game? Like, the highest points that you've had? Like, the, your favorite features, things like that. Okay, favorite features. I still love the galactic map as it is. Like, I could just go to the galactic map and just, like, surf through it. Just looking at everything. Even though, like, a lot of it, you know, it's just bright stars. But it's so cool to think. Right, that like I was saying earlier to you, Ryan, um, trying to get to a red star system with three planets and three moons, and just like going super far away to find it, and then like it redirecting me after I set the waypoint to my home planet, and it literally just goes through the stars for like ten minutes, and thinking <laughs> of all those places that you can go to, is so cool to see, and I love um, I love the variations in ships. Like, I'm doing a ship Sunday showcase video now, and people are sending me all their ship uh, images. And Sean said um, on his live stream during the launch of the game that he even likes just to sit in the space stations and just watch the ships just fly in to see all the different ones. And that is so cool, because I I do that a lot. Not really to find, like, a everybody now that I talk to is looking for those 48-slot ships and all that. I'm not really into that. I just like looking at really cool ones and getting, like, really cool-looking ships. Um, and I do that, and these people are sending me their images of these ships, and I've just never even seen anything like it in the amount of time that I've been playing it. That's super surprising, that how very, very varying, very how many variations there are of the <laughs> ships um, is really, really awesome. 
Yeah, yeah um, grammar. Weirdly enough, I hear people complain about ship variation, but that's actually one of my favorite things about the game. I agree that that that's one of my big things. I I like the ships, and that's actually one of the things I'm struggling with right now because I think my ship looks like crap, but I just <laughs> bought it for the slots, you know, and it's just this big like piece of crap, and I just want to. Oh, toss yours looks it. like a Camaro. <laughs> 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 oh boy oh boy here we go on cinder blocks so. <laughs> and, and yeah that's like I, I like sit in the space station i'm looking at all these nice ships coming in i'm like no you know i don't want to buy a new ship until i save a lot of money so i can upgrade really far so i'm just like crying every time i land land on a planet and i look back at my ship i'm like what a piece of crap here's a question for you are the <laughs> ships procedurally generated yes absolutely they are too you didn't notice mm-hmm. that yet well i i thought so but i wasn't sure oh absolutely okay right. yeah mm-hmm Okay. I, I mean, like, they, they tend to follow, like, kind of archetypes. Is that, am I saying that right? Archetypes? Archetypes? Ar- archetypes. Something like that. Close enough. <laughs> I know. I understand. Close yeah. enough. Let's mm-hmm. just spend, like, ten minutes of the podcast talking about how yeah. to say that word. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they, they kind of follow those, you know, but still they have, like, a lot of variation. And even yeah. within those, I've seen some really, really interesting designs that I haven't seen before. And then just yeah. the colors yeah. and, like, the way they match and then, like, different. Like, if you ever just, like, take a second and look at your ship in detail, you'll notice just the small details, and you'll notice that no other ship has that detail that you have on your ship. It's just the mm. little things, like the, the symbols and different things like that. Um, so that is a lot of fun. I really, really like that, and that's why I hate my ship right now. <laughs> yeah, like, my ship um, is, like, a huge, like, I call it the school bus because it's just bright <laughs> yellow and it's ginormous, but when I saw it, I'd never saw something like that before, so I bought it, and I still haven't found anything like my ship. I do want a new one because another big feature for me in the game is just how everything looks. Like, it's everything's so picture-perfect picture, picture perfect all the time, and I'm always taking screenshots of the game. Oh, my God, yes. And I have so many screenshots, it's unbelievable. But I love taking pictures of my ship in, like, different, like, uh, weather or, like, different... Um, sunsets in the background and things like that but with the ship I have now it just takes up the entire picture because it's so huge so I do want a new <laughs> ship <laughs> I do want you a can't new take one. any pictures anymore I can't no it's uh, just it takes up the entire photo I'm like look at that sunset and then you can't see anything but my <laughs> ship and I'm like okay well <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me I gotta I gotta post those pictures to the discussion page of those giant creatures I found yeah finally um, and that's something I wanted to talk about a little bit um I think everybody who's played the game a lot, and I don't know if you've noticed this yet, uh, Mr. Science Dad, um, mm-hmm. is there's kind of like general sizes for creatures. They're not exact, but there seems to be general sizes. Like there's like super tiny, like super, super tiny creatures, which you may have not experienced it, like butterflies, things like that. Oh, so no, tiny. not that small. Yeah, which I've seen before, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and then there's small, kind of like baby creatures. And then there's normal size, like a deer or something like that, right? And then there's large, and when you're close to them, they, you can feel the ground stomp when you're close to them. And then recently, I think I found, like, the next size up, which was, like, you're, like, way on the other side of the map, and you can kind of just see it in the distance, and you can still feel, like, the ground thumping because it's that big. Holy smoke. Yeah, and um, I took some pictures of them, but, like, yeah, I can walk, like, clear under them and everything, and, and they're, yeah, they're big. And they're, like, weird, like, winged dragony type things with like pig faces <laughs> <laughs> but but you think they're more segregated into different i think sizes, they are, i think there's or... general sizes obviously the weight and the height is always going to vary but i think there are general sizes so. really because i I've, I've i haven't seen the super small or the super large right and those about. seem to be the hardest to find but in between there seems to be just a, a 
an almost linear relationship. I, I don't right. see a lot of cutoffs. I guess the, the only reason I make the cutoff distinction is the sound design effect of like the, the thumping on the ground. Okay. That's the only reason I really make that distinction because it seems to be obvious that the game's code makes that distinction. Like this thing is within this... And maybe it's still, like, there is a huge amount of variation, but then it just says, hey, if it's between this weight and this weight, it should make that sound, which might be it. Or, like, if it was between okay. this weight and this weight, it would, it would make a way louder sound. And to sure. me, it seems like there's a distinction just because of that, and I noticed that, that the sound design aspect of it. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, they definitely vary in sizes yeah, even between that. So. It's, it, it's really weird how these super, super small creatures are really rare as well as the giant creatures i've only seen right. super small creatures where they're so hard to see like it's really hard to actually analyze them right. i had i had that problem before they had that update um and like the super small creature i, ha I found it looked like a pancake it looked like a flying pancake uh, so I, I called it flying pancake um but it was like a super small circle that you couldn't even analyze like when i was in my analyzed visor all i saw were the red dots i didn't see what it actually was it just looked like it was in mid it was the so middle tiny. of the air like it was so small yeah. and when it comes yep. to giant creatures i haven't seen any we just know that they're in the game now there was a recent article posted of a first a person finally finding giant creatures where they were just humongous like way taller than anything i see now. i see now six meters high is like the the cap is that i see and this guy must they must have been just super huge super ginormous creatures like in the trailers that that kind of huge is how oh yeah the and video like, was. i think the best trailer to kind of remind me of this is I, I don't remember exactly which one it is i think it's the one where he goes on the snowy planet to trade and then he leaves, and he goes to hyperspace, and then he lands on, like, a deserty type planet, more like a yeah. barren planet. And there's those really big creatures that are making that, those really cool noises at the end of the trailer. Yeah. And I always look back to that one for the si like the, the max size I could imagine a creature being. Yeah. Um, and the ones that I discovered weren't that tall, but they were that big. Because mm. they, they weren't upright like that. Like, they walked on four legs. But they were, like, that big. They just weren't that tall. Like, they were yeah, the same was, weight, it seemed like. Yeah, that was the E3 2014 trailer. There you go. You're on top of it. Yeah. Sorry. It's I, my I don't favorite ever one. know the names. It's my favorite trailer. Yeah, it is really cool. I really like that <laughs> so. one. Back when the trading was so simple, all you had to do was land on a landing pad, and it did it automatically. Right. <laughs> That's what it looked like in the trailer, That's at least. exactly what it looked like. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I wish they kept it like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Any other big highs that you can think of, Jared? At the um, moment, at least. The entire game is a big high. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's hard to think about lows. Like as far as lows go, it's just like the. I just wish wait, the wait, crap. Wait, 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 wait one second. Uh, okay. I have to ask you that question first. No cheating. <laughs> okay. Has to be official. Fine. All right. So let's move on to the next question. If we're gonna, if we're gonna do that. Okay. So uh, my next question topic is things you think they could improve on, or add in an update. Oh my gosh. Well, we know they're adding. You know what do we know they're adding? Base building and freighters, which I can't wait for base building. Okay. I see, hope, and I can't wait for freighters. <laughs> I, see, I hope it's weird to talk about base building because I talked to people about this before. I don't think it's going to be in depth. Like it feels like it wouldn't be in depth, but then it again, it shouldn't be. It feels like as well. Yeah, but then again, they're gonna have to like buildings that you can actually build are gonna have to look different because you don't. Nobody's gonna want to build buildings if they just look like the Corvax building or they just right. look like hey, the Gek thing. Jared, I got a question for you on that. Yeah. 
Um, do you remember the episode of the podcast? You don't have to remember this precisely, but we actually talked about base building and, and what we, before we even knew that it was going to be in an update at all, we were saying if they were going to add base building, what we thought it would be like. Do you remember that one? I'm going to have to say no. <laughs> not, even, not even a true fan. Um, so, so our, or at least my um, theory was that base building would have to be based around kind of the, it had to be based around assets that the artists could create um, so they could keep the art style correct and they didn't just do like voxel-based building of any kind. Mm. Um, so what I figured is same thing with like if you wanted to build a space station sometime or something, that it would be like, here's a preset building, but you can adjust like this room to do this or this room to do this and you can upgrade it to become larger and things like that. Okay. But you didn't actually build it from scratch. That's kind of what I thought it might be. Mm-hmm. What do you think? See... I kind of agree with that in the fact that, like, that is what I think it will become or something alongside of that, but I don't want it to be this. <laughs> I want it to be, like, the most in-depth thing. I wish that would be become, like, something. Because if we, like, go to Minecraft really quick, I like Minecraft because of the building. I could care less about the survival aspect of Minecraft at all. I just loved <laughs> building things, and I had a group of friends. We always played Minecraft. They made food and stuff to survive, and I just built what people wanted built because I just liked to build. And what I did by myself was I always created a seed and would build something really, really cool and then leave it and just move on, like take a few pictures, move on, and then when I get back to it on Minecraft, I'd be like, wow, I built that like three months ago and like kind of reminisce on building it. Because I built, like, huge things that took a long time. And that's kind of what I want to do in No Man's Sky. I would, like, if it was in-depth, what I would do would build something and then leave it in hopes that I would see it again in the future kind of deal, even though it's really rare. But it was also like that in Minecraft. So that's right. kind of what I want it to be. Do I think it's going to be like that? Not even close, to be honest. <laughs> um, see, and I'm kind of, like, I'm different. So, like, actually, you you brought, brought up that Minecraft point when me and Joel play Minecraft. It's, it's exactly the same. Joelle mm-hmm. does the building, and I do the surviving. Yeah. So I think... I wouldn't say there's much surviving. You die often. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I try to survive. Um, I do all like the gathering of the resources. You and gather, then Joelle you die, then you get mad and rage quit, or you either spawn back and burn down the house. Well, yeah. I have to end it with the burning down the house. Um, so <laughs> so um, in my... And I'm more like... Like, some people are more creative, but I, I want more, like, of a structured gameplay mechanic, and, and that's just my preference. Like, your preference is fine, too. Um, but I, for me, and not saying this is the way it's going to be, I'd almost prefer it if it was more basic and simplistic. And we can hear a couple varying opinions on this. Um, but, like, I would prefer it if I could see what the next upgrade is, or if I want to build this part of this building... I need these materials, and then if I go collect them, I can upgrade it to do this, or I can upgrade it to do that. Or, like, if I want to add a hangar or, like, a place where I can land my ship, I need these specific resources, and then it would just build it for me. Um, Almost, you know what I'm saying? And that's just me, because I'm not very creative, and I would make everything look like crap. Um, Everything would just be a square if I built it, you know? Like in (laughs) Minecraft, when I build my house. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my opinion. What do you think, Science Dad? What, are you what thinking... would you just opinion wise? What would you prefer for the mechanic? Because they have already said it's going to be in, a, in an update. Okay. What I loved about Fallout was the ability to take prefab, but go nuts with it. Mm. You can decide to do whatever you want with a small prefab module that they provide you, and then 
take it to the extremes that you want. So to me, that's kind of the best of both worlds. You want to make a square hanger? Go ahead and make a square hanger. If I want to make a three-level whatever for, for my settlement, I, I can go ahead and do that too. Right. So if you, if you provide the basics, yeah, you can, you know, I think that would satisfy both. I prefer to, to have the, the, the imagination. Let it go wild if you want. A way but, to cater at least to both sides as well. Right. Yeah. But if you want the simplistics, Fallout still gave you that ability to just say, okay, here's a prefab shelter. Just boom, build it, pop right. it. We're ready to go. Right. So. What do you think, Joelle? Well, are we talking about personal preference or what? Personal preference. Be, okay. Um, Not realistic at all. <laughs> doesn't have to be. My honest. personal preference, just for the style of game that No Man's Sky is, um, would just, you know, have a blueprint and that's it. You know, customization would be at a minimum when it comes to building. You'd prefer it to kind of guide you through it almost? Yes, for anyone who uh, played, you know, the Star Wars Galactic Battlegrounds. Oh, man, you're talking about It's oh. old, and Ryan <laughs> makes fun of me for it so much, but I love it. Just oh, that one yes. simple blueprint. There's a few different variants here and there, but you don't, you know, that's it. And I like that. It's, wow, we have entirely varying yeah. opinions on this. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't feel that it needs more No Man's Sky, because to me, the game's not, you know, sedentary in that sense. So I wouldn't worry about it too much. But it I just, could be. I don't. It could you, be. But you, I'm only on my third. Well, I just jumped to my fourth solar system. You could be, but that's just not my game. Right. Play. But, but you could it. spend your entire gaming time just in one solar system. You could, if you wanted hey, to. Hey, how many hours do you think you have in the game already with just those four I'm af- solar systems? I'm, I'm afraid to find out. Actually. Well, <laughs> according to according to mom, it's too many. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> All right, so sorry to cut cut off on that, Jared. You were talking about some things you'd like to see added to the game and stuff like that. So continue. I'm sorry. Um, was I cut off? I don't. I don't. Remember. Yeah, we just started talking yeah. about building. Well, yeah, no, I was gonna <laughs> say something about base building again. Um, I just don't want it to be a feature that they add and then two days later everybody's just done it, like, and that's it. Like, I don't want it to be a feature that comes and goes. I want it to be something that makes people come back to the game, if that's even going to be possible at this point. We're not right. going to get into that, but, uh, <laughs> you know, other features that they can, I, I want them, I think what they'll do, I think eventually they'll add more blueprints, like upgrades and things like that, hopefully. I don't know exactly what they'll add. It seems like there's not an Omega upgrade for everything, at least that I found. I don't know if they're super rare, but I've only found one Omega upgrade. Yeah, I've only found like two, I think. Yep. So I don't know, and I don't think, nobody's found an Omega hyperdrive yet, have they? There's think, rumors, but I'm pretty sure no one's found it. I'm not sure what exactly that would, you know, enable you to go to, because we, we've seen all the colored stars and things like that, at least that we know of. Um, right. But as far as other features, it's hard to kind of think of things, like, because I just, like, I would love to be able to fly low on the PS4. Um, that yes. would be great, um, yeah. just because that seems like it'd be super fun to do. I was um, actually... Um... <laughs> Showing Science Dad here all my mods for the PC version right before we started. Yeah. That was cool. He, he did like it quite a bit. So. Oh, yeah. I don't even know of, like, all of them. I just know of Fly Low and... I had else. Deep Space and Fly Low on. That was about it. Yeah. So the, the space was, like, pure black, which I like both, like, ends of the spectrum. I really like the artistic vision of, of Hello Games. But I also think it's cool to just turn on that mod and experience it in a different light, sort of. So Yeah, and you can um, find, like black space in no man's sky i have a system i actually a have system found that I found oh, sure, in, so. and it's that was yeah. one of my favorite systems to be in because I took, I took so many pictures 
It's unbelievable. Right. Like, I went to a planet, it's just barren, but it just looks so cool with, like, the bright sun and it's still being really right. black. Uh, and then on top of that, like, when you find, when you're playing the PS4 version and you find nebulas that literally twist and turn while you look at it, that's, mm. like, something that I can't, that I love. Like, when I find those, I'm just, like, staring at it for, like, 30 minutes at a time, so. Yeah. I think that basically right. covers, I don't know, whatever we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we all ramble. It's a good time. Yeah. Um, okay, so, Science Dad, are you ready? Yeah, I'm just making a note, actually, here. He's been taking Jared, notes this whole Jared time. Jared brought up a good point here, and I just thought of something that may enhance the base building oh, experience. Sure. So, okay. yes, I, I'm ready. Okay, sure. So let's go over your overall impressions of the game. Oh, wow. <laughs> as, um, as Let's start as vaguely as possible, because we're going to go into good things and bad things. Let's start vague and just say, how do you feel about the game generally? Uh, boy, um, I couldn't even watch your live stream opening night because I was actually face down sick in bed. So um, I didn't get the chance to actually even open No Man's Sky until two days later. Oh, the pain. And it, it was. And, but boy, that, just even that opening segment when you're flying through the galaxy and those stars are flying by you and, and that initial spawn... I, I, I was just blown away. Right. I, I was just completely blown away by it. Um, I remember Joel saying in one episode that um, of the podcast that there's some games where she jumps into it and is either disappointed at the difficulty or gets frustrated with it and has to get PO'd with the game first <laughs> before she can really settle down and enjoy, <laughs> enjoy it. Right. Um, I didn't have that with this game. Right. I mean, I knew nothing. I didn't. I didn't listen to anything. I didn't watch anything. I didn't do anything. I came into it cold, and I didn't have that effect. All I wanted to do was keep keep going, keep learning, keep exploring, and that's what I'm still finding myself doing. I I I can't get myself to 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 leave a solar system because right. I'm like, what am I missing? There's more in here. There's more on this planet. There's more to do. What, what am I missing? But I'm, I'm forcing myself to jump and jump and jump to be able to grow. Right. Um, I, I absolutely love the game. There's, there's nothing competitive except myself. And that's what I really like. I, I'm not up against someone else halfway across the world. I'm, I'm not competing against, oh, I'm ranked one billionth in... in in this uh, in this in this game, I don't care about that. I can do it at my own pace. I can look at as much as I want, skip as much as I want, and and do what I want, and not have to worry about anything else. So I, I'm absolutely thrilled with that part of it. Um, I think the the biggest thrill for me was the sound. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I, I, we've got it hooked up to a Dolby surround sound um, with our, with our TV. The the whole the whole room is, is wired for full surround sound. And oh my gosh, um, Joel's mom has to yell at me quite often to turn it down uh, <laughs> because it is amazing when you hear those animal sounds coming from all different areas of the room and behind you, in front of you, to the side. I mean, it's the, the sound just blows me away. And, you know, being the uh, not college graduate that I am. Oh, God. Um, here we go. <laughs> Do you want to sleep uh, on the couch again tonight? 
<laughs> anyway, since uh, Joelle's so mean to me, uh, when I was in college, I had a lot of courses in sound design, and that was actually one of the more most fun I had in college was learning about sound design and how it works and everything, especially video game sound design, which is really interesting. Um, but as soon as I turned on No Man's Sky, and this is when I played it early, me, Dylan, and Joelle sat on the couch and we turned it on. And this is like before the, the first patch or anything, but still it was a similar experience when we started it. And I, I've never like screamed so loud without realizing I was screaming. Yeah. Like everything we were seeing, we were like, I was like, oh my God, look at that. That's a planet. This is this and this is that. And it was just It wasn't like, just Ron either. Dylan, Dylan was screaming it. too. Gavin and was he here was just and like, doing That's it. a plant. That's what a plant looks like. Oh my God. I mean, our, just, yeah. our, our walls here are thick, but oh man, the poor neighbor. <laughs> and, and I, sound design especially, and playing this game with headphones is incredible. It's, it really is incredible, especially like even the procedural sound design, amazing. The, the soundtrack, the way that it kind of sways and moves with the things you're doing, it, is, it's, it sounds truly like incredible. Like it's, it's really good. It's spot on. I have no complaints about it. So. Yeah, the sound is remarkable. Mm-hmm. Um, the first podcast I was on, remember I had talked about, I was disappointed in a lot of the trailers. Everything seemed so homogenous. There was not the variation that we really see in, in life as, as we know it on this planet. The, the upgrades that they made to that, to, to this current version, is amazing. I mean, from the, the, the plant forms, whether they're above water or below water, to the animal life, it's amazing. I, 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 it's one of the things that I was very happy that they fixed. Otherwise, I think I would have been more disappointed right. in, in the game if they hadn't. Um, and I think you had mentioned at one point, Sean had told them, cut loose, you know, get, you know, cut things loose. Let it become more uh, spontaneous, more extravagant. Right. And I'm glad he did because that really makes the game. Every time you land on that new planet, you're just wondering, what the heck are you going to find here? Right, absolutely. And it's really cool. And I think if, if there's, there seems to be a disconnect with some players that are looking for more a, like a streamlined experience, if you are into exploring this game, it's like you land on a planet, and if you sit down and you look at this plant and this tree, and you really experience like what the game is giving you, the, the variety is incredible. It like, is. It really is. And that's yeah. something I definitely would never complain about. I mean, it's, it's really good. And like you said, you were kind of disappointed, even though I never had that same disappointment that you had with the trailers. Um, and I think you were also looking at it in a more scientific sense and stuff like that. But ever since like you start playing the game and you look underwater and you see like the algae or not the algae, but the, I don't know. What, seaweed or seaweed whatever it happens stuff. to be. Yes. And all the different variations of it. And then, and then like how different the life and the planet is above water and below water. It's, the game surprises you constantly. It and does. You could, and let's say you go like five hours and you're not surprised, like something will surprise you. <laughs> like the more you play, you just, yes. and it's something like, I think pretty sure I played over a hundred hours now and oh, things wow. still I'm surprise sorry, me. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> really that's my favorite thing about the game is I can, I don't have to play it all the time, but when I do play it, something always surprises me and I see it something does. new. So it absolutely does. And, um, I, you know, it, it's a game I think made for me. I, there, there's part of me that loves a competitive gaming experience at times, and Joelle can attest to that <laughs> um, with my gaming language that comes out at certain times. It's um, lovely. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but this really is, I, I think, what I was hoping it would be. 
Um, you can do whatever you want, how, for how long you want, as long as you're <laughs> able to stay alive. Um, and you never know what you're going to find. That's what I like. Don't always need direction. No, and, and that's the other thing. I'm, I'm, I find myself constantly thinking in this game. In so many other games, it, it, it gets to be habit. It's the, same, it's the same controller, um, I don't know what to call it, stroking all the time. Right. You know, you're just doing the same thing. Oh, I got to do this. I got to do this now. I got to do this. But this one, I'm constantly thinking, okay, what, and Jared kind of alluded to this too. What do I have to do? I get distracted. Oh my gosh, okay, I need that. I got to go get that resources. Oh, that that planet that I was on had that resource. Let me go back there and get that and right. do this. I'm constantly thinking in this game. And maybe that's just the nerdy you know, scientist in me, but I, I'm constantly thinking about what I'm doing, what I need to do next. Um, and, and that keeps me going. Okay, well, let's move on to the next question here. Sure. Favorite things in the game, highest points, things that if you were going to talk to somebody who hadn't played the game, you'd mention first. Oh, wow. Um, you already mentioned sound design, but... The sound design is fantastic. You, you've got to appreciate that, but um, I think the next, the next greatest thing would be when you take off from... The, when you finally get your ship ready, functional on that first planet, and you get to take off into space, and you get that first view of everything around you. And I, I had spawned in a um, uh, solar system of four planets... All of them were completely different, and you could just tell from looking at them from space that they were different worlds. That was that was just so cool. I I, I just remember that feeling like, oh wow, this is this is something I've never experienced before. And then coming into that next planet, in that re-entry, uh, not knowing what to expect, and I think they made it pretty realistic. Really, with, with that burn. I mean, coming in, you, you're, the controller's shaking in your hand. You, you, you see the flames around you as you're entering the atmosphere of that planet. Um, you know, that's how I kind of would expect things to be. Not like in Star Wars, well, you know, come on, Chewie, we're going to land here. And you don't, you don't witness the true re-entry. <laughs> it skips or, the atmosphere Right, part it just time. skips yeah. the whole atmosphere part. You know, you, but this is what it would really be like. You've got you've to enter an atmosphere, and you're traveling at a tremendous speeds. You, right. So there, there's... Minus, of course, all the thinking that would normally go behind landing on a planet, right? Well, <laughs> I don't care what species you are. All this stuff has to be computerized. Even right. even our beginning astronauts had to have computer programs so that the capsule was at the correct angle, correct uh, correct trajectory, so that it was not too too shallow or too steep coming into the atmosphere. So, you know, there's only so much humans can do. Right. So, to me, I'm not worried about that. That okay, here, just press a button and I can enter an atmosphere. I don't have a problem with that. Right. I okay. think it's still fairly realistic. So those are your bigger favorite things? Yeah, yeah. I think just those those are two things that really have stood out so far. Okay. All righty. So what things do you think could improve on um, in the game, and what things do you think they should add in an update? Wow. Um, 
couple of things um, that I think they do need to fix, and I, we, we've talked about these sure. two things. Um, one thing I think is an easy fix, and maybe I'm not looking at this correctly, but if I'm on a barren planet with absolutely no fauna, animal life, I'm still hearing animal sounds mm -hmm. on the planet. So why am I hearing animal sounds if there's no animals on the planet? That's, That's a great question. question. Mm -hmm. So to me, that needs to be fixed just to create that a more... That should be a really easy fix. Yeah. It should be an easy fix to do, unless they're saying these sounds are being created by other things. Right, unless there's a reason behind it. There's a reason behind it, but I haven't figured that out yet. Um, and the other thing, and, and, and we've gone back and forth on this, and I'm not sure if it's something that they can actually fix, but I'm a big miner. That's how I earn a lot of my money for the upgrades that I've done. And I do a lot of scouting via ship, just cruising over the planet, looking for big resources, landing, mining. So I'm, I'm skirting around spaceports or places that I can sell my resources. And in the large-scale procedural generation, my mining activity is not being recorded. So I'll fly over the same areas that I have flown over and those resources that I have mined still appear on the, on the macro scale oh. image. Yes. Then when you land, sometimes it's still there. The, the resource still appears there and you have to get fairly close for it to all of a sudden disappear. I'm not sure if within the, the math of that generation that they can change that, but it's a little frustrating mm -hmm. for me to, to be able to, you know, to land, go, and I'm like, oh, crap, I did this already. <laughs> so um, that's a concern of mine. I, I don't know if they can fix it. But one of the cool things that came out of that is that on a lush planet, I mined an area, and... There was a, create, a crater created where I had mined. I came back to that area thinking, oh, the resource is, is here. And I realized, oh, I had mined this already. But the plant life had grown back into the crater. The crater was still there, right. but it was filled up with plant life. Right. And I thought that was freaking cool. Yep. It's like there really is planetary growth. Right. taking place and um while i was trying to get my extreme survival trophy back when it was really really difficult to get i had to stay on one planet for a total of like 14 hours real life in order to get this trophy it's changed now it's fixed to where it's you know all of your ex extreme experiences put together now um but i wasn't allowed to leave or else it would reset so i'm just sitting on this planet just like screwing around with sentinels and stuff and i decided to build this like huge underground cave that i built with grenades um and I, like, would kill sentinels and then, like, melee their bodies in there. And I was, like, building a grave for them, right? Um, <laughs> wow. So um, after a while, though, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of bored. I'm going to go do something else. So I'm flying over to a different part of the planet. Um, anyway, I was looking at waypoints, and I accidentally came to the same place I was before. And I noticed that hole was still there. I'm like, oh, I'll see if those... If, if everything's still good over here and I, and I walk in and there's like plants all like grown inside of it really? and even some like plants that attacked me while going inside of it. Um, and Ooh. it was really cool. And I've, I've had the exact same experience underwater as well. If you destroy terrain and build caves underwater, um, plant life will grow underwater too. And it looks, and you know, like stuff underwater looks even cooler. Oh, wow. And so that's, that's pretty neat that that happens. Even I've even seen mineral deposits show up like iron, like rocks and stuff show up around that terrain that you um, destroyed so oh very cool so it is pretty cool yeah that, that was that was very neat so some disadvantage with the macro scale 
procedural generation, but discovering that plant growth was really neat. Um, me personally, I would like to see different difficulty levels. Ah. The, you go in and you access whatever alien species terminal there's there and you've got to solve the four number sequence. It's right. It's just like, okay, here we go again. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, and I understand they have to have that, but I would like something more advanced. Like so math-wise or like the whole game-wise? Well, at least math to make those problem-solving skills harder for the people that really want it to be a true experience like that. I mean, they're, they're, they're pretty simple. Oh, come on. Those took me like 30 minutes. Oh, yeah, I've, that's why, I've that's why you didn't graduate from college, Ryan. So no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, no, I, 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 I would like to see different difficulty levels for things like that. Something okay. in the menu that they could change yeah. um, to make that. Um, the base building idea, I think, would be a fantastic addition to it. So I hope they have it. Um, I would also like to see with that base building the possibility that once you have a structure established that instead of you are always buying or selling resources at that alien species terminals, they come to you and want to buy your structure. Oh. Or even maybe mm -hmm. you could have your own galactic terminal there. You could and have stuff your like own that. terminal and set up your own trading And you could even set up your own once of things that you want and you'd buy pay extra for then maybe yep. traders would come to your sure. facility to get them yep. or and, sell them and the ability for you to if you're going to have freighters in space which i think is a fantastic idea too because i'd probably jump on that in a second um especially if you're allowed to hyperdrive to other galaxies and do things like that i, I think it's fantastic um but if you're able to set up at your base building almost a warehouse where you could stockpile resources on your own. So instead of just trading back and forth, what you can carry, if you can actually stockpile things there and change commodity markets, something like that would be ah. a very, very unique thing. Say you're on a emerald planet and you just stockpile emerald up the, you know what. <laughs> and so you can change the galactic trading parameters for emerald. Ah. Screw it all up. Screw it all Make up. Make money out of it. in your favor. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, you know, just things like that. Maybe take the, the game to the next level of, I want to call sophistication, maybe. Right. So, um, okay. yeah. So, um, base building is confirmed to be in a patch soon. Probably their next, their first or maybe next content patch after that, um, along with buying your own freighter all right so what do you think about freighter buying i i would do it in a minute <laughs> i that that's just uh that, that's something that i i never seem to have enough resources for what i want to do I, i'm always scrambling for resource and if i can find and stockpile resources i i would do it just wait you buy a freighter it's only like 30 slots <sighs> and thirty-six million dollars for it's that. It's like a size. Yeah, units for it's that. like the size of the moon over there, and it only yeah. has thirty slots. Yep. Um, <laughs> but but what else can you do with that? Do you have the capability with that freighter to defend yourself? 
to you and how that would work. So I, I'm, I'm anxious to see what they're going to do with that because right. it, the... Also being able to stockpile multiple ships. Oh, oh a freighter cool. caravan? Freighter fleet? Multiple carriers or freighters. Ooh. Could be a thing. Ooh. Lots of things could come from it. I'm, I'm actually am really curious because I actually... Normally I feel like I have a knack for trying to figure out how they'd implement features, but I don't know how they're going to implement that one. It'll be interesting. So. And the base building, I think, is going to be very interesting how they come with that. If they're going to just be very basic or if they're going to allow people to freeform. Because a freighter is like, would be really cool. It's like a, you know, it's like a moving home. Mm -hmm. It could be. Like you could, you could go inside your tiny ship to go land on a planet and then come back up and bring resources up and stockpile them into your freighter. If you're allowed to do it. Because I tried You'd to. imagine it would have its own inventory. Well, then. I tried to land on a freighter. Because, right, you know, I'm, they've got the ports. I've tried that as well. And it doesn't work. It right. just bounces off. I'm assuming that that would kind of come with it. Teleporting? Beam me up, Scotty? <laughs> <laughs> you beam down to planets it's, instead? That's seriously, do you, do you yeah. teleport down? Hmm, that's a good question. So I, I don't know what they're going to do. Um, let's see, what other note did I have here? Uh, oh, the other thing, again, it's just the nerdy scientist in me, but I would like to see what, what I would call more compounding more varied resources. I mean, right now, if we truly had a periodic table of elements, it would be very small. Did you talk to, um, who, what's her name, Nada and Polo about that yet? I haven't gotten there yet. I've been you asked. you talked to them before. I've been asked to talk to them, but I have not. I, have you not. Came, I thought you came across an anomaly already. Yes, but I, they weren't there. Oh, is that them? Yeah, it is them. The two of them in the room, yeah. That's them? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, I'm stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> you will learn some interesting bits of lore from talking to them about how the, how, why the universe works a certain way that it does. So, which I didn't realize, ability. so I skipped yeah. a lot of the read, dialogue, which is Read perfect. all the dialogue. Jared? I didn't look. All right, we're Jared. not going to do that to We're not going to do that. <laughs> read because, the damn dialogue. It's because, the, it's because of the Atlas Path crap that I'm going through, because I'm not following oh, the Atlas. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <sighs> you know, that um, whole... Whatever. So can you can you ask them for more information or do it's, they It's more like as you talk to them about things they will say certain things and and they speak your language so you don't right. have to like So learn the more their anomalies and... you come across the more you're going to learn. Yes, you'll learn little bits of lore from them that happened to talk about what you're talking about with the lack of multiple more resources. Let's just say that there is a reason for that. Okay. Within within the lore all right. So, and I think it goes well with the way Sean Murray was explaining that everything, well, you may not learn everything about the way the world works in No Man's Sky. You will, everything is explained and does do something for a reason. And, and you will, if you dig really deep, you'll find it. And actually, you don't have to dig that deep for the answer you're looking for. If you just keep going to anomalies and read all the dialogue, you'll, you'll find yes, out some things. I'm slow. I'm a nerdy <laughs> explorer. I'm, also, I'm and I'm sure you read the monoliths and stuff too. Oh, I love the monoliths. Yep. I and I actually read the dialogue that's there. I've, right. I've learned a lot. There's of There's got to be a good like over a hundred pages of dialogue just for monoliths. It's it's amazing. Right. I mean, and everyone is insightful in a different way. And you learn into a little bit about different species and the species right. that you're dealing with. It, it's very telling about where that species is going. Right. So, so yeah, keep yeah. keep your ears open. 
because I okay. think some questions that you might have right. would be answered. Just, Especially when you really start going on the Atlas newbie. path as well, you might learn some things as well. So. Well, I just restored the Atlas path, so that'll be my next... Uh, Unlike Jared, who cannot seem to do the Atlas path. <laughs> or doesn't want to. I'm sorry. I don't want to. He doesn't, well, he doesn't want to do the Atlas path. Nope. Oh, I want to oh, do and, what uh, nobody else is doing. And I, want, and I want to hear from any listener out there, have you experienced the glitch on PS4 where you can launch your ship into a cave? And then um, just keep hitting the top of the cave until you yeah, explode. Yeah, <laughs> it's happened to me twice. If, the, if, you, wow. if it lands you near a cave entrance and it happens to point you in that direction, when you launch, it launches you into that cave. And all it wants to do is take you through the, the roof of the cave right. and it's slowly destroying your ship and you've got you've to get back out of that cave. That's um, hilarious. It's very interesting. <laughs> it, it freaked the you-know-what out of me, but um, it's happened twice. You know, the very first thing I did with the low-fly mod on PC was like, I'm like, I'm going to do a, like the sweetest trick ever and like fly through this cave and then fly out. And like the first thing I did is fly into a cave and like get my wings stuck on like a rock <laughs> and just explode like after a couple <laughs> seconds of hitting things over and over again. So. You must be so proud, Joelle. Oh, worst can't describe it. <laughs> yes. I thought I was like the coolest person ever for like a second. Yes. You deserved it. And then I did some cool tricks when I was showing you the low yes, fly. Yes, you did. I was going between and you canyons re- and stuff. And... You did the Star Wars canyon flying there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, I found like a crazy awesome canyon just a couple seconds ago while playing on the PC version showing showing Science Dad. That's a low fly mod. Was, I was like flying really between cool. this canyon. It was so cool. Uh, anyway, canyons don't exist, <sighs> like, but... And mountains don't exist. Oh, yeah, mountains don't <laughs> and exist And no either. water. Not that I just found, like, giant mountains. Yeah. And there's no water at all, anywhere. <laughs> and there's, there's no strange creatures. There's no, no lava. Strange, no, <laughs> well, I haven't found lava yet, but there's no strange creatures. There's. Um, okay, so now, since we've kind of got a little bit of um, everyone's opinion on the game and everything. and Now my notepad is full of notes. Oh, okay, so... I don't know do you, if you want to talk about that, but it's just gonna it's gonna be so random, like random topics. Let's we do went through a lot. Just a couple things for the discussion page and we'll go back to you in just a second here. All right. um, and you can and some of this is for you too. So um, we'll actually start with you since since Science Dad's been talking so much. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, John Friswell from the discussion page says, um, does just Jared have a theory about how to activate the portals? Does he think they are active? That's a great question. And we could talk about that for a long time. Do I think they're active? <laughs> yes, I think they're active. Now, there's been like data miners who have been mining, you know, into the, you know, the code or whatever. There is a animation for the portal in the game, supposedly. Um, but there's nothing else. It's just an animation. Um, so we don't know if they're actually active. I hope they are. I don't like. I don't have a complete theory. I do think that the monoliths and the ruins point to the portals. So in that case, I I believe that they have some kind of something to do with the monoliths and the ruins will activate portals is kind of where I'm at. Um, Because if you follow the flags, like every ruin has has like a flagpole. And if you follow the direction that the flag is blowing... Because there's wind in the game, there's weather in the game, and the grass blows in the direction of the weather, but the flags never change direction when, when they're blowing on the ruins. So if you follow the direction that the flag is blowing, it'll lead you to another ruin, or it'll lead you to a portal eventually. And we tested this out when I heard about it. My friend on PlayStation Network had never found a portal, 
ever. And I told him about this theory, and he tried it 10 minutes later, found a portal right off the bat from doing it. I tried it, and it kept leading me to more ruins, more ruins, more ruins. So it hasn't, you know, perfectly worked for me, but that's how I do believe you get to portals, unless you just randomly stumble upon them, which I've only ever done once. The first portal I ever found, I just scoured planets for forever, just flying over them looking for them. Um, a theory on opening them, it has to have something to do with the monoliths around portals. I do believe that is it. And I'm trying to learn all the languages right now. There's 1,019 words in the game. If you combine all three races without the not atlas, including not, atlas, not yeah. including atlas, 1019, I'm 900 in. So, oh, wow. holy smokes! <laughs> so, uh, my somebody in my community has them all. That's how I know there's 1019. Uh, he oh. just got them um, yesterday, I do believe. I'm 900 in, and I do have to say something about the monolith. The story, like the lore, if you finish a lore through the monolith, if you finish like the Viking, it'll just repeat. So it's not going to stop. Like, you can learn the lore, and when you get to the end, it'll repeat and go back over again. Because I've finished the Gek lore, like, three times. The Gek lore is a lot shorter than the Viking. Viking goes on forever. Gek is just... I don't like the Gek race at all, so we're not going to talk about that. But their lore repeats. <laughs> and Corvax, I've only found two star systems of Corvax ever. So I haven't really got a lot of their what? words yet. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've, I have all the words for Viking and Gek. I don't have barely oh any for Corvax. So, I, yeah, what I did was I just spent, like, I got a bunch of bypass chips created, went to the signal scanners, and just put in, like, 120 uh, monoliths. I clicked <laughs> monolith each time and just went to each and every one. I spent, like, a day just doing that because <laughs> I wanted to wow. learn the language because I think that has something to do with the portals. Once again, it's just a theory. And really quick, another theory I have is... Okay, if you have the V2 passes for the space station, there's a door you can get in. And that door has a holo- or in the room, it has a hologram. And the hologram is of a star system. And the star system never changes. It's always the same in each space station if you find the room of the hologram. And it's a red star system, and it shows three planets ro- orbiting around it. And two of the pl- one of the planets has two moons, and one planet has one moon. But the funny thing is, is all the planets orbiting it are blue... And all the moons are blue except for one. One planet is green. So I'm thinking it has something to do. Like green is the one that you need to go to. So what I did was search through the galactic map for a red star system with three planets and three moons. And set a waypoint. And that's where I'm at right now. I'm still making my way there. It is very far away. So oh my. So you're going to land on that one. How many moons does the green one have? Uh, I think it's the one with one moon. Yeah. So you'll know when you get there if there's a planet with only one moon that that's the one you're going to go to. That's the one, yep. So It's interesting, the 3-2-1 ratio there, too, that you're talking about. Three planets, two moons, and one moon. Yep. So yeah. we're going to see what happens. That's, that's, that's where I'm heading, and it's taken me forever to get there because I don't like skipping over things. So every star system I jump to, I would like to look around, so it's taken me quite a bit to get there. Anyway, you have yeah. to, like, really, like, stop yourself. <laughs> yep. I'm the same way. <laughs> so that's my theory, my long-winded theory. All right. I think it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> it has something to do with all that, somehow. <laughs> and since Jared refuses to do the Atlas Path, he um, is doing his own thing, and he's making his own objectives, which I think is an awesome way to play the game as well. Yeah. Um, so, and you seem to be really enjoying it that oh, way yeah. as well, so. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Awesome. So now, since... He talked for a little bit. We'll do lunch with Science Dad here. And then we'll talk about some things he jotted down in, in notes as well. Um, 
Cody Anderson says, what surprised you most in the game, Dr. Mr. Science Dad PhD? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What was the, well, I already talked about the sound. Um, But the gaming part itself, um, that that part is not an easy one to answer. Um, I, I find myself surprised all the time. Um, I, whether it's a new life form, uh, you know, what the heck is that and how did they create that, um, to coming to a, a new planet that I, I just ran into my first jungle planet, which was something completely unique because so many things are hiding in the grass, you can't even see them, um, until you're actually right on them, um. I, I think in general, what has surprised me the most is my misconception of the original um, trailers and, and, and samples that Sean had shown and the homogeneity of those that, okay, I'm going to a ice planet. Okay, well, it's ice. Okay, there's lots of ice. And there's lots of animals. Well, there's a few animals that shouldn't be living there anyhow because it's too cold. But, they all, <laughs> but they're all white. Okay, well, that, that's nice. Well, then we go to this planet. Yeah, okay, those animals uh, look okay. Um, and maybe I was predisposed to that notion that maybe this wasn't the game that at least that why, in that respect that I was going to look for. But it's been a pleasant surprise that just to see the tremendous diversity uh, of all life and lack of life even throughout uh, everything that I've explored so far. So probably, probably that is more than anything else. Cool. Yeah, that's usually the thing where I like, I'm playing the game and I'm like, Joel, look at this, this animal, it's so cool. Look at, the, <laughs> look at, look at how it's, oh my God, it sounds so funny. And, we just and like, how does Joelle respond? And she's just like, okay, Ryan, it's good. It's normal, you know. Wow, that's cool, dear. Don't even look at the screen as saying it. <laughs> nice. You know dear. your daughter's starving right now. Don't have a coronary run. <laughs> yeah, it's like, your daughter's uh, crawling on the table again. Could you please get her off? <laughs> She'll be fine. Third time asking. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Okay. Um, Jared, you had some things jotted down for notes. Yeah. Um, so I want to talk. This is like going off of the long list of things that science said just talked about. Um, so there's a couple, there's a couple stuff. So music sure. in the game, that is something I wanted to talk about or like when you were asking me about my, my highs, I guess of the game, what I thought of it, music is definitely up there. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Um, the music, like I've loved Supermoon, like the 65 days song Supermoon since they released it, I don't know, like a year ago or something right. like that. And I also like Debutante, which was the trailer music that 65 Days did, used a lot in the, or Sean Marie used in a lot of the trailers and things like that, um, which isn't in the game, but it's so cool to like hear, like after I've listened to the soundtrack and I have the vinyl, which still isn't at my house, so I don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, <laughs> um, I have the digital um, download of the music and I've listened to all the tracks so many times, like Red Parallax is another really awesome one. And um, to hear, like, the mixture, like, you can hear, like, portions of the songs, because it is all procedural. And when I'm, like, flying through space and I hear just that little couple notes of Supermoon, oh, my God, it just gives me so just gives me chills, man. Like, I'm flying yeah, through space and yeah. I hear just, like, 
I can like hum to it for a bit and then it goes away into something else and I don't know what it's going to form into as far as music cuz it's like all the songs are mixed together in like just a and it's brilliant very, way. Very very organic. I've noticed. Yeah. And then I was I was recording a video. I was doing Underwater Wednesday series on my channel which I'm not doing anymore, but when I really started going underwater and really looking for huge creatures to freak me out, um I was so far underwater, like insanely far underwater. I didn't even know you could get that far underwater. And the music changes for underwater, and it sounds so like it, when you're al when you're alone and you're, you've underwater freaks me out in video games. First of all, so <laughs> we get that out of the way. When I was first doing it, it was freaking me out, right? Just the creepiness because I didn't know what was around, and like at that point, the music is creeping me out because it's like really eerie in a way. And but then once I got used to like the area I was in and the creatures that were around, the music seemed to be not as bad. Like it seemed like really pleasant. So it's cool how the music can only change like just slightly, and then it like changed the mood entirely. Um, that's what's really awesome. Underwater music is super is super cool. Like because it does change a lot, and it makes the underwater seem like a whole another world. Like it, which it does. It does look like totally different from above. Like on the ground level, um, which is another thing I was going to talk about that I've written down. Underwater is amazing. Like, there are so many underwater <laughs> caves in, in like, anywhere. Like, I just go exploring. Like, I know I'm not going to find crazy things. Like, there was gameplay a long time ago where Sean was playing and showing people the game, and he was underwater, and he saw, like, some giant glowing cube, and he went to it and was interacting with it, and that was an item that you could find. Now, the game's not like that. You don't get blueprints that way. Unfortunately, but no, really I have found but. I have found items that only spawn underwater that are a lot like those um, spheres that you can find that are worth a lot of money. They look a little different, but they're, oh. yeah, aquaspheres. Yep. Oh, I've only so maybe ever that's found, what it's changed to. And maybe I've only ever found aquaspheres, and that was only on one planet in this right. in my starting system. Um, and that's something actually that's weirdly leading to that starting systems. I don't know if you, any of you guys had like really amazing starting systems. Or not. Like, I mean, amazing to the sense where you haven't found anything like them before. So my starting system had five planets in it. All of them were radiated planets. Oh. <laughs> All of them were radiated. Oh. I've never found a system like that where every single one is the same, like, element. Every single one was radiated. And, um, like I said, I was telling you, Ryan, yesterday, the most interesting creature I've ever found was on my first planet. And I've never seen another one like that. And I never walked up to it because it freaked me out. And I was like, I don't even want to know what that is, so I just ran from it. And I've thinking never seen that, anything like, oh, like I'll that. just see another thing yeah, similar thinking, to it sometime. Right? I would oh. see something like that because it was walking on its hind legs and it was like more humanoid looking, and it looked like a gorilla almost. And I was like, oh, I'll probably see it again, or something as like like that. But I have yet to ever see another uh, creature like that, which kind of bums me out because I wish I didn't run from it. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anyways, uh, what else do I have? The freighters? Hey, before you, before you go yeah. on real quick, yeah. I wanted to mention, and this is just for, for people that are into the music part of the game, which I think you should be because it's awesome. Mm. Um, what I've noticed, uh, which <laughs> just, I kind of use the game as a music listening device sometimes, mm. um, is that there seems to be the, the same kind of like battle music on one planet. Like you'll get the same battle music on, on the same planet if you mm -hmm. keep starting battles with, like, Sentinels and stuff. You know, the drums start up, yeah. depending on the song. And it's random still. Like, it's procedurally generated. And what I've noticed is, like, if you if you really like it, 
stay on that planet and keep like starting fights. That's what I do just because <laughs> if I really like a fighting, like one of the songs that plays. And, and it seems to be the same on the same planet, so I'll just hang out on the planet forever because I want to hear that particular song that yeah, plays. The drums are really cool. When, like, yeah, in and the like, battles, just man. like the, however they, they got everything to record the way they did in a way that they could send it through the procedural generation is incredible because mm-hmm. the actual fidelity, fidelity? I'm saying that right. Fidelity of the music and the timbre and everything, everything sounds so good. Like, yeah. so good. And um, if anybody listening, like, wants to know more, if you just look up on YouTube, just search Paul Weir, it's P-A-U-L-W-E-I-R. He's the sound guy for Hello Games, and he, there's a uh, interview type thing that he did um, I don't know exactly what convention. It's some sound convention, and he explains how it all works, and it's really, really cool. He's the mastermind behind the whole music mm. procedural thing, so it's pretty. It's awesome. really interesting if you want to look at yeah. look it up. So the only other thing I have in here is the um, freighter, the things with the freighters. Okay, freighter purchasing in the patch or in those that update that he gave us. The ability to purchase freighters is what it says. I'm scared okay. of that. Okay. I only have I've, I only have like twenty five million. That's as far as I ever get with money, and then I end up just like spending it on some ship just because it looks cool. A hundred fifty million for a forty eight slot ship, and you're looking to buy a freighter. How much? How much is that going to cost? What's it going to be like six billion? What are we going to need to buy a giant freighter if a forty eight slot really, ship really grind. costs a hundred and fifty million? I've I've seen a hundred. Well, the highest I've ever seen is seventy-two million. The highest ever seen is one hundred fifty-eight million, at least on Reddit. For a forty-eight slot ship, I've only I haven't even found a forty-eight slot ship. I saw a thirty-eight one for seventy-two million. I still only have like a thirty-slot ship because yeah, I'm too lazy 29. to grind for units. Yeah, mine's twenty-nine, <laughs> and I bought it because it looks like a school bus. So, I short don't know. bus or short bus or regular bus. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> just want to know uh, what, are the, what do the aliens do when you land do they, are they just like okay or are they like yeah it's a cool ship <laughs> I, I think I think you know what if anybody were to see my ship they would just look at me like I'm a nut job to be honest <laughs> um, because I, I don't know why like when I seen it I think it was just because I had never seen it before that's why I bought it and I still haven't seen anything like it um but I, I, it's like, it's like, have you seen those ships that look like they have like air conditioning units on the side of yeah. them yeah, and they're just super long and yep. they like cut through the space station wall? <laughs> I've seen that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. You can get them to the, where they're so long. Like it just looks like there's boxes for wings <laughs> and one of the wing will cut through the space station wall. It's so large. Oh my gosh. Oh my. I see that wow. flying and I was like, what is this? What to is... be fair, I've never actually seen those ships while I was playing. I've only seen pictures of them. Oh, yeah, that's so. the one I've got. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. guys sent me screenshots of it. I can't oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a thing, which is great. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't buy a ship like with those giant wings. Like I've only ever seen one where the wing actually cuts it so large it cuts through the side of the space station. Uh, mine <laughs> isn't that large. Um, it's, 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 I'm trying to describe it. It's like got those spheres. There's like four of the spheres on like two on each side. Yeah, and it's yellow. I uh, don't think I've ever seen that. Bright yellow, just like a school bus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, do you have to, do you have to put my your list. stop sign out when you come to a halt? In the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish that that would be great. <laughs> uh, all right, so 
Mr. Ryan Sweet asks, and I guess um, this can go to both you guys. We might do one at a time here. And we've kind of talked about this a little bit, so however else you guys want to add to it. He says, um, what do you think will be most like the most likely thing to first get added to the game? Now, we kind of already know this, but he says, i.e. new gameplay features, potential ownership of Space Raiders, which, I mean, is already confirmed. Um, so we'll start with that. Are there any other features you guys think they'll add to the game soon? Wow. That kind of ring a bell like you're like they should really add that feature i want to be able to okay <laughs> this is like a joke feature all right so here we go this is something i I, bro I brought up to people so knowledge stones okay they just sit there you walk up to them you activate them you can learn a word i want them to make it more difficult i want them to the knowledge stones to sit there but when you approach them they like jump up like they have legs and then they just take off. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to chase them down to like to learn things. That's, that's something I was talking to my friends about just because that that's would just like make it so exciting. That's the perfect metaphor <laughs> for like high school when yeah. you're trying to learn things. That's something right out of Monty Python right there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You get to like uh, wow. ruins or something, and they're all just like running in circles, all three of them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's, for that's seriously, awesome. um, uh, I don't even know. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what what features do you think, like right away in your head, pop up? Like this is something they should add. I know it's hard because we know base building, we know freighters. And, like, if you would asked me this before the game came out, I would have had a lot of ideas. But now it's weird, because the game, like, before the game released, we didn't really know how it would play. Like, we, we knew some information. Like, I got, Hello Games isn't, like, the group to just tell you everything about the game, obviously. Um, I don't really know. Like, additions-wise, like, gameplay-wise, I don't really know. I would love them to just add in the possibility to find a waterfall. Like, Why? Maybe Why? more dynamic water yeah, instead water of just having a sea level. Exactly. That would be awesome because I one of the big things for me is I wanted to find waterfalls in the game if there were waterfalls. Now, we did see there was a part in a trailer a long time ago. No, not crazy long. But where there was floating islands and there was water rolling off of them. Huh. Oh. It was really quick. Huh. It was really quick. It was my favorite ship that I've ever seen in the trailers was in the same footage. And uh, it was like a... That was one of the, the new-ish, like one of the... The four pillars trailer? No, 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 no. It was no. a long time ago. Okay. Um, floating islands. There's like a bright light, a bright blue ship to like the right, and you saw. You remember those uh, ships that we always saw in the trailers? The ones with like the floating ring like around it. I don't know if you've seen those in the game yet, but they are actually a thing. Um, where it has like the ring around the ship, like the. No, I haven't seen those in the mm. game yet, but I think those I are in the game. About. They are in the game. Uh, I, I know did, they are. Uh, I just I'm unlucky. Yeah. But they were in the trailers a lot. <laughs> And those were, like, rising, going up in the air, and they were on floating islands, and there was just a bit of a stream falling off the island. Ooh. And it was, like, really quick. Unless I'm just thinking that it was there. Yeah, or maybe they, they didn't quite um, finish, <laughs> finish the, yeah. the technical aspect of trying to make the water move that way with the voxel-based yeah. generation that they were using. Mm -hmm. um, but that but, would be a really cool feature, I agree. I really like water physics and stuff, so... Mm -hmm. Um, okay. yeah, does it actually does it actually work if you like blow a hole in the wall? Does the water or like does the water flow into it like that? Like if you're no, on, like, the it surface? seems that it's just like a sea level. So you could like, mm. let's say you're on an island, right? Or like mm -hmm. maybe an, a, a larger sized island, and you just keep shooting down with your grenade. Eventually, mm -hmm. you'll just hit like flat water. It seems like. 
Oh. Like all of a sudden there'll be water inside your. Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's a sea that. level basically mm. is how it works. Okay, okay. And that's all it really is. It's like for if if there's gonna be water on a planet, there will be a sea level. And I can kind of further confirm this by there. There's a small bug. I don't know if it's still in the game or not, but on a planet that had no water, I like dug all the way down to bedrock, and I I like made the ground flat down there by shooting a lot of grenades and making a big cave area. Mm-hmm. And as I was walking on the ground, I could hear the sound effect of splashing water. So it seemed like oh. the sea level was zero, but it still kind of registered it as there. Okay. Um, so I'm assuming it's all based on that, on that sea level uh, the thing that they have. That, so as of right now, it seems to be that simple. So it would be cool to see some more water physics. Yeah, because we haven't seen rivers or lakes. Rivers. Rivers. Perhaps. Oh, I've seen rivers yeah. and lakes. I, yeah. haven't, I haven't seen rivers or lakes. Yeah, I mean, no, I've seen lakes. I've seen lakes. I haven't seen they're rivers. They're at the same level as the sea would be, but they're right. still, like, segregated, and mm. you can still... And I've absolutely seen rivers where it's, like, it's purposely... Obviously, the generation was trying to make a river, and it looks really awesome. Really? I haven't seen yeah. that yeah. yet. And, and those are more rare, but I've absolutely seen lakes, and I've absolutely seen rivers. Well, the lakes, yeah, but they're at the sea level. I'm Everything, talking, all the water is going to be at the sea level. Right. So, but, but the way the generation works, it like it, it's obvious that they... The generation was making a river, and it looks like a river. You wouldn't think it look, didn't look like a river when you see yeah, it. Okay, I have not so. seen that yet. I haven't seen a river lakes. I've also, I've also found like weird craters, and that they happen to be around the sea level, so it's like a perfectly circle of a, like, now a that, lake. Now that I, those have, are pretty cool. I have seen craters, yes. Right. Yep, and I've wondered about those, because some of them have bases in them. Some oh. of them do not. Well, also it seemed like, and I don't, I think, I think they may have changed this a little bit since like... It first launched because this seemed to be a more apparent issue at first where like you find a building and then like there's a giant oval yep, around yeah. the building and i yep. haven't seen this as much lately um but you could really noticeably like the procedural generation made sure there wouldn't be a problem there yes. you know yeah <laughs> because initially there and it seems to be fixed one of my initial planets was a very hilly terrain right and not just big rolling hills these were jagged hills and every building that was generated on that was either half in the rock or it was dangling, you know, like three quarters of the building was dangling off the edge of a cliff. <laughs> yep. And you, and you had to use your jetpack to get up to the entrance ramp to that building. It was just so, some really smart builders that, like, it, build those it, buildings. Yeah, defy gravity. That's a very good thing to do. So. I've never had that um, issue. I do have an issue where it seems like points of interest just spawn in water and that doesn't seem like it's gone away yet and like mm-hmm. like buildings and stuff just spawn in water now yes. it seems like this was going to be a purposeful feature because i've seen it where like when they spawn in water and they have separate rooms they like the rooms are ovals instead of what they normally look like when they're above land like it looks like it's purposely like built it looks different underwater like they're built differently like to look like they should be underwater oh i have not seen that but on the other hand it's like it looks like it was almost an unfinished idea because there's still water like in the building and stuff. Oh, so if you go in, there's still water right. inside. Exactly, and oh. and so it's kind of weird. And I seemed like it seems like pretty much every single type of point of interest could just spawn underwater, and it just will, and it won't care. Like it just does. Like if you're on a really watery planet, and and so I just avoid them. <laughs> I just wait till I find an island with one something on it. But it it seems like they just well, all generate underwater anyway. Th- this is probably one of the things that the whole procedural generation concept has to deal with. Right. Because you're not actually creating your own maps where you control what's going there. There's going to have to be some nuances and and revisions to that formula to where they can play around and and do these things. 
different. Absolutely. But. It seems like they do need to tweak it yeah. a little bit. And remember, th this is a baby science. I mean, we're, we're in the infant stage, really, of this whole procedural generation concept. I mean, it, it started with Mendelbrot series and this whole concept of converting math into a, a, a visual concept of math. And if, if you ever go look up um, um, Mr. Uh, Dr. Mendelbrot and what he did with this, it's, it's an amazing thing what he did with a simple equation. But that started this whole concept of procedural generation, and this is still the infant stage. I mean, this is just the beginning. You gotta remember that things are gonna get much more detailed right, as right. this whole concept grows. It's exciting too. It is. Now it's, it's more on the map, and I think more developers are gonna give it a try, mm -hmm. which I think is good, because I think, I think people, and I think the general consensus when you talk to just an average show gamer might say that procedural generation is lazy, because you don't have to build maps and stuff like that. But I think, first of all, I think the, no, the way No Man's Sky did it is awesome. And I think if other games find unique ways to use procedural <coughs> generation, it can be used in a really, really cool way. And not just gaming. The oh, whole, yeah, and other whole entertainment well. industry. Right. Is, I mean, there, there, there's a whole unique concept of Just this. wait until they can procedurally generate TV shows. Ryan. Maybe they can proceed, proceed, yes, procedurally generate dinner for you then, too. <laughs> Procedural generated loot-based games, right? Well, that's kind of already a thing, right? It's just not, not that detailed really. yet. No, it needs to be crazy detailed. What if we had Diablo right. 4 with procedural and loot? I, this is, this is, okay, oh my god, we're going to talk about this now. Oh boy. So this is, me and Jared both <laughs> have an obsession with like loot-based games, right? And Diablo 3 kind of, okay, now if you, if you aren't counting legendaries... You get any sort of gear, it like procedurally generates the name and some stats on it. But it's it's pretty limited. It's not very impressive. And it'd be cool if you could see more unique like types of gear and the way they look and, and all kinds of stuff. So they could really go crazy with it and it would be oh, yeah. awesome. And then everybody you find, they'd be like, check out this cool sword. Nobody else has this sword. It well, looks yeah. cool for me. Borderlands is a bit like that in terms of their guns. Yeah, but it's yeah. it's the same it's limited, it's just like Diablo is. It's not as limited as Diablo though. I don't think Borderlands it's as limited, is. no, because right. Borderlands does have crazy variations when it oh, comes yeah. to their guns. Yeah. But they could do more. They could do more. <laughs> I mean, you see what they've done with life forms right. on this game. Right. Imagine oh, yeah. what you could do with a whole arsenal. With I mean, really what good, they're doing with, with ships. With a really good art team I mean, on, on like yeah. weapons and different, oh, yeah. different ways weapons well, could look. You could do so many cool Jared's things. Jared's school bus. I mean, I've never seen a school <laughs> bus in space yet. So, <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, what could they do? Right. Um, to wow, touch on the underwater buildings really quick, yeah. uh, I think buildings are supposed to be underwater, like how they kind of, well, not supposed to be, but when they are, in a way, I found a building underwater, like the first ones I found were those uh, derelict, how do you even pronounce that? Derelict, whatever they are. You know, the buildings derelict. that are kind of, yeah. I yeah, think I know what you mean. They're, they're, they're like overgrown. Heavily. Yep. Um, I've seen those underwater, and I've seen just like the... Uh, I don't, you know what I want to see? I want to see one of those floating electronic uh, terminals underwater and see how that works out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but I did find a building underwater uh, last week that had no doors to get in. So that was that was weird. Ooh. I don't know why. Um, so there seems to be some like game design part that like, yeah. maybe didn't get finished with that I kind don't of know. feature. Because there was gameplay a while ago. It was like off. It was like a game gameplay that not a lot of people saw. Um, of Sean playing, and he found an underwater building, and he mentioned it, and he was like, yeah, there's an underwater building over there, and then he turns away from it like it's supposed to be there. Not like, so, oh, yeah, crap, okay. that's a glitch. 
Um, just annoy, <laughs> just ignore that. He right. actually pointed it out. But back then, the building underwater looked crazy different. Like, it looked really cool. Like, it was supposed to be there, and, like, there was, you know, things to do in the underwater building. Whereas now, it just seems like they're just accidentally put there. Right. Um, so that'd be a cool thing to see in a so. future content update as well yeah i thought when i saw that i made a video i'm like maybe there's an underwater race who knows whoa but no there's not <laughs> there's the not days an of underwater race <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> okay so john friswell um posted a really beautiful picture um he says can anyone ex- please explain this plant this plant yeah uh have you are you there right now jared <laughs> i was well? on it um if i go to it my <laughs> mic will insanely pick up the clicks so you don't oh want that. okay well um <laughs> basically it's a picture of a procedurally generated plant in No Man's Sky that um, may look very suggestive. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm going to get to it on my phone. I think you wanted Science Dad to explain that. Um, <laughs> wow. Um, how can we... Well, I, I see someone responded to this. It, it looks like it says lots of intragalactic testosterone. <laughs> and that's probably um, a good way to put it. Um, because if the scale here is correct, those are, those are big. Those are... <laughs> I just see it now, okay. Yeah, that, that's impressive. <laughs> All right, let's mm-hmm. go on to the next thing. <laughs> oh, so... I, I, I got a quick call out, Ryan Sweet. Uh, I, I was reading his post here. Um, oh, wait, we didn't he, finish it. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. He, he's an immunologist, and uh, that's my background, too. So, yeah, Ryan, immunoconjugates, protein isolation, antibody uh, conjugates, and isolation, that is my specialty. In fact, I'm, I'm one of the, the authors of, uh, of a book on a whole, a whole concept of protein purification. So, uh, calling you out, man. That, I love it. Keep up the good science. <laughs> I literally don't know anything you're saying. That's okay. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan Sweet will get it. He talked All about right. watching Interstellar. Oh, yes. That is oh an amazing movie. Okay, so Jared agrees. Amazing movie. Oh I think gosh. it's an amazing movie. Now, I'm not scientific. Like, Neither I am like I. science, but I'm bad at it. And Interstellar has a fine mix of average Joe science. And then, like, if you're really smart, there's some really, really deep stuff in there if, you, if you're looking for that. I cried. Sorry. And you'll cry. <laughs> I don't like crying. It's so man. sad, man. <laughs> but it's but it's it's a really fantastic movie. Right. It really oh. and like it's probably the most visually pleasing movies mm-hmm. I've seen in a really long time. The scenes that they pull off are incredible. So I'll, I'll bring myself to watch it. Did, I, you, I promise I will. You, you better. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Um, also, uh, John Friswell posts and this um, and Science Dad kind of went over this a little bit before. Um, he mm-hmm. says, do you think the game is difficult enough? And this is in general, not about like the, the equations or anything. No. Do you think the game is difficult enough, or should they put in a proper survival slash hardcore mode? Who's, who's this directed towards? Uh, I think both of us, or everybody here. So. Okay, um, I'm just going to go out. It's harder to buy a ship than to survive. Okay, that's basically <laughs> uh, where I'm at uh, with it. I don't really mind it, because I just like being able to walk around and see things. So, I mean, that's fine and dandy but it's hard to buy a good ship and it's easy to survive and it's a survival game kind of i guess i don't know if there should be like a different difficulty setting but like science dad was saying the equations in there are super simple like i have them memorized 365 is an answer 720 is an answer 1440 is an answer like i don't even have to look at them i just look at the answers (laughs) and click one like it's 
Um, so, with that being said, if they added, like, a mode to change, like, to up difficulty, would I do it? Probably, yeah, because I think that'd make it more exciting, like, more fun to be, like, in danger when you're on planets rather than your life support telling you life support is low, even though it's right. not low at all. By the way, they fixed that in the new patch. Oh, they did? Wow. Yep. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sweet. They did? Yeah, they changed it so it only oh, says yeah, it, like, so when you're 50 when you like, 25. 25%. Yeah. I think they changed it so it's only 25 now. Oh, okay. It the could most... be. I could be wrong. It could yeah, be 15 I think you're well. right. Yeah. They changed it. So. Um, also, yeah. uh, now... Okay. When, when we're talking the four pillars of gameplay that they advertised in trailers, and now I like mm. to talk about this when I explain the game to people, um, I think that the best way to look at it is that the one of the pillars, exploration, I'd call that the main pillar of the game. Like, that's the the most, most fun you'll have out of the game is probably through exploration, because I think that's what the game does best. And I think that there are, like, fl- some flaws with, like, survival... And, well, fighting I don't really have much of a flaw with, personally. Um, and trading is a little simplistic. So it's like, I think the, the f- most fun you'll have in the game is just exploring. And the mm. other pillars are kind of added features that are fun, but they're not as deep as the exploration. Mm. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. No, I would agree. Yeah. I, I think the addition, possible addition here of owning freighters and maybe multiple freighters, possibly a fleet, and controlling more resources and driving the trading aspect things, that, that could take on a whole new concept depending on, on where they take it. Um, but it, it, it could be a, a nice addition to bring some of these other of the four pillars up to the same level. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't actually have too many problems with the fighting. I know some people complain about the space combat, but oh I really God. like the space combat. It's amazing. How, what do you think, Jared? It's amazing. Space combat's yeah. just so fun. I, yeah, and I don't, and I think it's because it's so simplistic and easy to use that I, I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I don't see a, I, I, what with the complaints. What did they say? What well, they it, were expecting? I or think, what I think they... it's coming from people that come from like Elite Dangerous or maybe some more advanced space simulations, where they expect to be able to push this really specific button that shoots this one thruster in this one spot, and you can do this really cool maneuver. But I, okay, from somebody who doesn't understand that stuff as well, which is me. And I'm not talking crap about Elite Dangerous because I completely understand the crowd that likes this. But as when I play Elite Dangerous and I'm in a fight, it tends to just turn into I'm spinning the camera really fast and then, oh, he's just out of view. Now i got to spin all the way back around. Oh, he's just out of view. Now i got to spin all the way back around over and over again. And I'm sure I'm playing the game wrong. But I just don't get that, like how to fly a ship that well. And so with No Man's Sky, it's, a, it's simple. Like I can just turn my ship and start shooting. And if I can... You know, I can tilt my ship. I can fly through an asteroid if I want to evade stuff. Like, I can do what I want, but it's still easy enough where I can just turn my ship and shoot at something. And I like that. I don't know. That's just me, though. No, I love the space battles. I love the barrel roll. Like, that just sells it for me. Barrel roll is the best. I just barrel roll all the time. And it's just like, (laughs) whoa, this is amazing. And I'm like, I don't know where I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to throw up. Yeah, I... it's great. It's it's perfect. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't have a problem with any of the, the, the space battles at all. Um, it'd be nice to maybe see a diversity of what is attacking you, mm. because I, I've only seen pretty much same size ships yep. over and over. It's maybe either a small ship or a freighter. Or a freighter. Correct. <laughs> Nothing in between. Right. Oh, I've never <laughs> even attacked by a freighter yet. 
Have you not warped it? Oh, you haven't warped it too many. Things. No, I have not. You'll no, be surprised. No, There's okay. some surprising features. Okay, in this so game. maybe I will be pleasantly like, surprised. There with is that. bounty hunting, mm-hmm. and pirates will attack you. I don't know if that's happened yeah. yet. Oh yeah, I've had pirates. Have you attack. come on? Have you spawned? Or sometimes when you um, jump to a new uh, star system, and a fight will be going on, like with rough fre- freighters and start like there'll be a, sometimes. And people complain about those fights being too small, which I don't understand because I've seen like thirty or some ships fighting oh, each yeah. other not including freighters and you can jump in and you can choose which side you're gonna go with or oh wow um and it's a lot of fun bring a lot of titanium um, you, oh crap okay <laughs> i I'm gonna change my research yeah definitely <laughs> um i don't know if you've noticed this all right so i've the bounty hunting in it i just really realized i don't know a couple of days ago when it said like there's a bounty on this guy and it said minimal threat no it was i think it was a week after the game came out and it said minimal threat and I was like, all right, we'll take him on. It said 10,000 units. I'm like, that's not really a lot, but sure. And um, I went after him, and I had somewhat of titanium on me. I didn't have a lot. Let's say just like one or two stacks maybe. And um, I was attacking him, and he started, like, his thing started smoking. So I'm like, all right, we're almost done. And then he repaired himself. He did. Because he oh, stopped smoking. And I started shooting him again, and I then he killed me. He killed one ship. One ship not killed me because I could not, I didn't, I didn't think they could repair themselves. So I wasn't like ready. Huh. I wasn't prepared to use my titanium. So I was just hammering on him and you're I going think all out. Not, you're, like, okay, yeah. I, and he just kept repairing. I had, it had to be, unless it was a glitch where he just wasn't dying, but I haven't seen that ever. I don't think anybody's had that problem. So I think when you're after a bounty, like you're after a, you're onto a bounty and you're trying to kill the, the ship or whatever, they can repair at that point. I think that's how it works because that happened to me. I, I, that's what it looked like, unless he was just invincible, which I doubt because you know it was minimal threat. Huh? Yeah, here's the thing, and, and I wanted to point this out, talking about future game mechanics that could, they could add. Mm-hmm. Um, more bounty hunting would be nice. Yeah. Like if it could be a full I've only seen it once, that we could like so. actually like push yeah. a button to start finding bounties or something, that would be awesome because yeah. I've literally actually never discovered it in my game. Ever. Yeah, I've only mm. had it once. So. And most people that have seen it have only seen it like once. It just mm-hmm. pops up out of nowhere. Yep, randomly. Maybe if you stalked the trade lines more, you might find something. I don't know. but. Uh, have you guys mm-hmm. had a request Not for sure. help? Yeah. And I've gone there and nothing was there. Oh, that must have been a bug then. Yeah, because I, I went right to the spot. Oh, yeah. Because it went right. Yeah, normally you'd mm-hmm. be able to see a bunch of freighters and like people shooting at each other and stuff. Okay, this was early on, so maybe yeah, that was It was a probably glitch. a bug. But okay. that's, when but you yeah, see that was... as a stress signal, you yeah. should see a big battle there. No, there was nothing there. Um, so Actually, next time you see one. Okay, yeah, I've had that I'll go. as well. All right. I've never had that bug, yeah. but now since I know. It should be fixed. Be. Probably fixed by now, since I've, I've literally, 100% oh, of yeah. the bugs on, on PS4 seem to be fixed for me, and then PC is just about there. My frame rate's completely steady now on PC, which is awesome. So okay. yeah, and I only crashed oh, I think didn't... four times on PS4, the entire time I've been playing. Right, and, and I haven't had a crash since 1.07. Oh man, at all. Uh, neither have I. No. Jared, the uh, the waypoint system, um, Ryan, it's it didn't delete my waypoint. Didn't it delete didn't. my waypoint. No, so Good. it's still there, and it's very far away now. Confirmed. Okay, where I think I'm going. they only delete like the Atlas Station waypoints and stuff. Could like be. That. So. It, cool. I thought when I was talking to you that my waypoint to my red star system with three planets, three moons was far. Now it is confirmed. It is really far. <laughs> so. Uh, just go through a black hole and see if you land there. Just hope. Yeah. Oh, no. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm like a million light years in the wrong direction. Yeah, yeah no black holes for me right <laughs> now. No. 
Don't do it. You can ask for one. I, I, I saw that. Yeah. I did not ask for it. It's no, a try. try. No. Just breathe. You'll never find anything ever again yeah, that know, you once that, discovered. That just bugs the you know what at me. So <laughs> no, uh, no. Uh. All right. Um, oh. I think we're pretty much ready to wrap it up. Go ahead, Jerry. Do you okay. have something to say? I was gonna say my. I think I must have found a black hole like like one of the first people. I'm not like trying to because the first system I spawned in right next to me was a black hole. Oh, so like I didn't, in the system? It, yeah, no, I mean, like, not in the system. So, like, when I first opened the galactic map, I went over just one star, like, the closest one that was to my system, and it was a black hole. There was oh. a black hole there. And I, <laughs> and I was, like, uh, I was in a party chat with a lot of people. I was, like, did anybody else have a black hole already? And they're, like, what? Oh. What do you mean black hole? <laughs> I was, like, um, okay. Yeah, once you get to, uh, I'm not going to, like, spoil anything, but just I can see black holes on the map right now. Yeah. Because um, I'm awesome. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, um, I know how, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Try not to spoil things for Science Dead. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> Thank you. Like, they're really spread apart. So, and actually, I before I had that ability, I stumbled upon one on accident. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, because now since I actually see where they are in the map, they are actually really, really spread apart and hard to find unless you can see them. So Nice. But anyway. Which I will never be able to do. Great. Yeah. Sucks for you. Whatever, you know. <laughs> I'm going to make it to the center legit, okay? Yeah, have fun with that, like, 600 hours later. <laughs> yeah. I'll be 80 years old before I even get remotely close. <laughs> well, It's like in the beginning before I, when even when I had a Theta drive, I did a whole stream of just jumping, like, 30 times in a row. And I'm like, oh, I'm, like, 2,000 light years close here. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so, anyway, yeah. Um, I think... That was a good talk. Does anybody else have anything they wanted to mention? There was, like, a really big topic that was on my mind, like, earlier when Science Dad was talking, and then you asked me a question, and it totally directed me away, and I forgot what it was. <laughs> <laughs> not a on, similar thing. Not yet. on your notes, huh? No, it's not. I have the dash. Like, I was making, a, like, actual notes, like a bolded list. I put a dash, and then it's just blank, because I forgot what it was. <laughs> oh man it could have been so good it Ryan, was like, Ryan, Ryan can forward the question to me if you come up with it I was so, so <laughs> into it like oh this is going to be great and then I was like wait what What was I doing <laughs> well I think we had a lot of really good discussion uh, yes. today and I think sure. people yeah. will like the episode because we actually talked about something for once um, wow <laughs> <laughs> not to talk crap about our own show um, mm. but yeah it was a lot of fun I'm sad that Dylan didn't get to participate but um, I'm happy probably Shorter episode that way. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jerry just hates Dylan and everything about him. Shorter. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, we did stay focused, though. On this we episode. did stay focused, and I thought that was good. Yes. So, anyway, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to do a quick... With no rants. No no rants. Just rants wow, about things we're We didn't talk about controversy. We didn't talk about girls. We didn't talk Arizona about... Arizona girls. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't eat in the mic at all. So that's good. My sandwich <laughs> is still behind me. Shots fired wow. at Dylan. <laughs> an Italian sub for breakfast. (laughs) All right, so so, uh, concluding here, I want to thank everyone who supports us on Patreon. You guys are awesome. Don't know why you do what you do. You're you're freaks of nature, but you're awesome. Um, Thank everybody on our Facebook page and Facebook discussion group who participates in sending us questions. We really appreciate that. Um, YouTube comments, uh, SoundCloud, um, iTunes, Twitter, Twitch, Reddit, um, the Gerns, once again, thanks for being awesome, man. He shouts us out all the time. He's a real nice guy. Link to him in the description if you're interested in just a streamer that streams nonstop. He's your guy. He's got lots of content. And all of our fellow explorers out there, you guys are awesome. 
I want to thank Science Dad for being on the show for uh, the second time. Honored to be on. Thank you. It's been a long time. I think you were on the eighth episode, and now it's the 20th, so it has been a long time. Wow. That's um, scary. So <laughs> thank you for that. We really appreciate it and having yeah. you on. Um, and thanks for just Jared for getting on finally after playing No Man's Sky so much and neglecting our Skype calls. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It was really awesome having you on, man. You make you have some really good conversations. Oh, I it was yep. so fun. I appreciate fun. how much you ramble, um, yeah. actually. It makes for good. Can you tell so. how excited I was You're by just my gonna voice? Win. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to go to the comment section right away. It's like, worst episode ever. <laughs> half, <laughs> Dylan wasn't even there. Half star. <laughs> you guys are uh, taking all my subscribers. I know it. <laughs> uh, I went up like one subscriber in a whole week. You better watch out, buddy. I've gone down <laughs> twenty in a week, so they're oh, going dang. somewhere. We're competing now. Let's see how many people can lose subscribers the fastest. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the things that nobody wants to talk about. Yeah. We didn't talk about controversy today, so no one's gonna like this episode because everybody wants to talk about controversy. We didn't talk about Pokemon Go either. <gasps> oh. Guys, we gotta talk about Pokemon no, Go. No, 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 no. Oh, let's no, talk about no, it. I haven't no. played it in a long time. No, let's not. So overhyped, guys. Pokemon Go. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> all right. Awesome. Thanks, everybody, for being on, and thanks to our listeners for listening. You guys are awesome. Um, adios. Thanks, Peace. Ryan and Joel. Appreciate it. Bye. Peace out. Bye.